0: You're to the International Association for Identification podcast. We'll be sharing information for our current and future members. Registration for the 106th Educational Conference is open. Dates for the conference are July 31st through August 6th in Omaha. Make sure you book your hotels. They're going to fill up pretty quick some other announcements for you the poster presentations at the conference the proposals are due by june 30th and those one enter the photography contest those uh, are due by july 25th this year we're doing something new we're going to be holding an inaugural 5k fun run with the proceeds going to your local iai divisions find out more about registration hotel contests the fun run make sure to visit diai.org for more information okay today i have uh, joining me uh, Leslie Hammer, which is the educational coordinator uh, for the conference and the IAI, so she's going to give us some insight on what's coming up in uh, the IAI and uh, what's planned for this year. So, Leslie, thank you for for joining us. Tell us a little bit about, uh, I guess, what the educational coordinator does for the IAI.
1: Thanks, Dan. Um, I appreciate the invite to be able to uh, talk to everybody about the upcoming conference. Um, my job as educational coordinators just to organize all of the lectures and workshops and meetings that that are, that happen at the conference. So it's a it's a pretty big job, but it's I, I really enjoy it. I get to interact with a lot of great people all throughout the year, and then meet them all at the conference.
0: So what are what are we trying to accomplish uh, this year with our conference program? Uh, what do we got to look forward to?
1: Well, um, we have. Over a hundred uh, workshops, almost two hundred lectures. We have a couple hundred presenters uh, working hard as we speak to get ready to speak to us. We have meetings um, with all you know all the important issues and business of the II. We have two keynote speakers that are going to talk to us uh, more on the level of being a professional. Um, all most of our workshops and lectures are focused on the techniques and science of what we do. Um, But of course, being a professional is important too. We have uh, some really good opportunities to interact with our peers um, and new people and people that have been in profession a long time. We have some opportunities for networking. Start off Sunday night with the president's reception. Wednesday um, after the program, we have a discipline Reception where everybody can mingle with people in their disciplines, uh, and of course we have the Friday banquet and a lot of uh, just breaks throughout the day where where people can interact as well. And we also have the exhibit hall where you can where everybody can meet all of the companies that support our profession and look at their new products and technologies and find the the tools that they might need to uh, help their job when they go back home.
0: Well, I know in running around the conference last year, that's one of the things I asked. Obviously, we had sort of a break there with, uh, with COVID and, and people not being able to travel and stuff. And one of the biggest things that people said to me was that uh, certainly they enjoyed the classes, right? But the biggest thing was the networking, getting back with people that they, that they knew, new friends that they made. Uh, certainly, the exhibit hall is always a big uh, deal, dealing with the uh, vendors, seeing what new technologies that they're bringing. But it seemed to be the most common thing was uh, just meeting with friends that uh, they only see at the conference, but are traveling from, from international and all around. So I know that that's always a big thing. And I know that the II sets up those, uh, different opportunities for them to network and, and meet those people. And, and certainly if it's your first time, uh, going to the conference, uh, And you don't know anybody that's going, don't worry about that. Uh, That's the reason that they're there. Everybody's so friendly and welcoming that uh, they want you at the conference. Y'all have a like-minded in in the profession and improving that profession. And so it's just a great opportunity to to meet those people. Now, you talked about the program. Is it currently online? Is there a way they can view what current uh, events or current uh, opportunities they have?
1: Yes, we have uh, the program online. It's It's been online for about a month. You can navigate to it by going to the main II website. I think you already mentioned it, but it's www.theiai.org. And there's a conference tab, and you can choose the uh, Omaha Conference. And on the agenda page, we have all of the lectures and workshops listed. It's, you sort them by different days or, or disciplines or whether it's new, um, a beginning, um, appropriate or advanced workshops. So there's a lot of ways to look look at the agenda uh, to sort it the way that works best for you. Um, now, you,
0: now, you mentioned two parts of that, Just There's mm-hmm. there's things that everybody goes to, like the keynote speaker and stuff, and then there's different presentations. You said there are hundreds of classes, but then there's also workshops. So if you could just sort of elaborate the difference between this presentation and a, and a workshop, because the workshop, you have to – they're limited, and, and you have to sign up for those type of things. If you could sort of explain that.
1: Sure. There are – there are – uh, program items are, are big keynotes where everybody attends or in the opening ceremonies. Um, outside of those, there are six or seven different lecture rooms operating at the same time. So the agenda, and, and when you're on site, you'll be able to download all of this onto your smartphone. So you'll be able to choose, choose your agenda because there is a lot to choose from. Uh, But at any one time, all the the lectures you can enter and leave, uh, depending on your interests. So six different rooms of lectures going on. And then workshops are also going on at the same time. So people have to make difficult choices often. Um, But yes, workshops have to be signed up for ahead of time. And don't delay choosing those. We already have quite a few workshops that are full. So those are an additional fee and you get a certificate for attending those. Um, so those are uh, some specific uh, hands-on training, um, usually about in about four-hour blocks, half-day blocks.
0: Now I know you've put a lot of time into this, and you probably be the best one to explain it. Uh, certainly, there's cost involved. There's cost in, in getting to the location, cost for the conference, and and many professionals, you know, they have to uh, decide where they need their train option. So. You know, just why would someone? Why do you think it's valuable for uh, you know forensic professionals, for CSIs, for all the ones in the discipline to come to to this conference? Why this one out of the other training options they have?
1: Well, our conference, the II conference, is the largest conference that occurs in the world for our professions that the II represents, which are crime scene latent prints, um, footwear tire, forensic art, photography, blood stain. Um, biometrics, facial identification, digital evidence, 10 print identification. So all of those physical and crime scene sciences, this is the largest conference. And our program is vetted by, we have uh, scientific um, committees for each discipline that vet the program and ensure the quality. So for certification, for resumes, for court acceptance, being able to have uh, attendance, not just attendance at the conference, which is important, but also um, specific training and hands-on workshops. Those are sort of two different categories of training uh, and resume building that you can hit at this conference. Yeah,
0: you know, the, the people that attend, I but mean, say you have first-timers and you have people that have been doing this for a long time. And and so we certainly pull from those resources, the experts in the field that, that come to the conference, that have attended this, that made an impact in the But there's also people out there that we're still learning, right? We still get to know and and that are certainly experts in their discipline. Uh, We want to meet them. Uh, We want them to also uh, present at our conference so that they are part of the future of of the people coming up. Uh, So what kind of advice you have for people that want to present and how would you become a presenter? What's the process in that?
1: Uh, Dan, I agree with you so much. I think it's one of the basic tenets of our organization that we're here to serve people um, like myself that have been involved with forensics for 25, 30 years, and also be a support for brand new people and everybody in between. So uh, not just coming to the conference and getting training, yes, figuring out how to participate in the conference and the organization is a really important piece of being um, becoming involved in, in the profession. For people who are interested in being first-time presenters, a poster is a great way to start. It's a great way to start, especially if you're not completely comfortable. Um, you choose a topic and present on Tuesday, and you stand there by your poster, and people who are interested come read your information and talk to you about your poster. That's a great way to start, but also everybody has a skill um, that, that they're good at and can put together a a workshop to help other people learn that skill. Or uh, the lecture topics just range everything from from research to uh, case studies. So there's a lot of variety of opportunities. Someone who's interested can look at the variety of topics and contact us if they uh, need some help getting started. And we can help them with the resources and support uh, for doing their first presentation. Every conference we have people doing their first presentations. And it's been a great joy of mine to watch over the years um, people start in as a new presenter and then, um, you know, end up being a, a regular and strong presenter for us as the years go by.
0: So as, as a person listening right now, and they're like, you know, I, I could do that. I, there's things I already teach. I teach at my uh, local community, and I want to be able to share this. So how would they get in touch with you? Or how would they get in touch with the person who is who is doing that?
1: Yes, getting. It, I'm my contact is easy to find on the website um, as the education planner. Uh, I it's, and my email is iaiedplanner at gmail.com. Uh, certainly, get a hold of me. Find me at the conference and and talk about it. Uh, you know about being interested in doing a presentation. So and and kind of watch as people. Um, you know, watch presentations with a with a different eye and see see how people end up uh, delivering their information and what what's effective.
0: All right, so, this year it is in Omaha. I personally have never been to Omaha, and so I know you went there in planning for this conference. You got to see where this hotel is, the conference center, and all the many things to do around this. Uh, so, for others that have not been to Omaha before. Uh, tell us a little bit as far as the, the location and what we're expecting in Omaha, uh, just from the site.
1: Well, Dan, I had not been to Omaha before we started organizing for this conference. Uh, I've been able to be the, to uh, visit Omaha twice now, and it's a pleasant surprise. Um, I'm not sure what I expected. I knew maybe they had good stakes is about it, but it was a uh, a really pleasant um, pleasant city and. The conference center and the hotel right across the street from each other. Uh, I think the main hotel is almost full, but there's more than one hotel uh, in very close proximity to the convention center, which is really new, really nice, um, light and bright, lots of space for education. Uh, The hotel will also have some some meetings and workshops at the Hilton Hotel, which is right across the street. Uh, Same thing, really nice meeting spaces. So um, and then Omaha well, city itself has a lot of restaurants to walk to and great food. And so I think people will really enjoy both our education venue and the the, the city itself.
0: Yeah. And those listening, if you didn't get a chance to uh, see us on social media, there was a representative from Omaha at the last conference. Uh, we did an interview with her and she explained in great detail all the Many things that are right there surrounding that area, specific bars and restaurants and just different activities to go and and do. So if you miss that, please uh, check out our social media and check out that interview uh, where she goes into much greater detail and, and just really gets you excited about all the different things to do while you're there. Now, Leslie, I understand that uh, this is your last year that you're going to be organizing this. So what's what's the future of conferences? Who's who's taken over and and what? uh What's in the transition of this?
1: Yes, this is my last year. It's been six years of being the education planner. Uh, I've enjoyed it immensely, but it's uh, time for me to focus on some other things. And everybody can be excited that uh, the, my replacement is Heather Connor. She's going to do a great job. She has actually volunteered with the conference for years um, and now we will be the education planner. She's working side-by-side side with me this year, so she will be all set and ready to go, and I don't think anybody will notice anything except for some new good ideas that Heather has.
0: Well, and we will certainly be tracking Heather down. She uh, uh, can explain her her ideas and different things she's going to be taking on. We'll track her down at the conference, and we'll probably be putting that out in the podcast, along with other ones that are coming up. You know, Leslie, so as, as we wrap this up, uh, is there any final thoughts that you have uh, in reference to the conference, the education or just the IAI in general?
1: Uh, well, just I want to take a moment to thank there is a large tree of people that helps that help uh, vet the program. Those are all the science and practice committees. their their help is immeasurable. All of the presenters that have don- are donating their time to give presentations just all, all the other conference staff, there's just a huge group of people that help this conference be um, one of the best one in the world to attend. So I appreciate all of, just wanna give all those people a shout out and a thanks and just hope everybody um, is planning to come to Omaha. We already have a lot of registrations. I think it's gonna be a great conference. And if anyone has any questions about the program, just don't hesitate to reach out to, to us, to me specifically.
0: Leslie, we appreciate you being here. And you did hit on a, a big point. Any conference that we go to, especially one of this side, there are so many people behind the scenes making this work uh, prior to it and during it. And and the, the biggest compliment that we can have is while you're there is that you don't realize all the things that are happening behind the scenes to make this work. And you're just having a great time. And Leslie, I know you've been a big part of that. You've uh, been a major part uh, of these conferences we've had and we thank you for that, and we look forward to seeing everybody in Omaha. Please stay tuned for any upcoming podcasts as we're going to start sharing information uh, through all the major podcast providers. So again, tune in, and we hope to see you in Omaha. If you can't be in Omaha, then please uh, stay in touch with us through our social media and other ways that we network. Thank you.